Hello everybody, this is Jennifer Fuller, House 500 Principal, and we are excited to be back this week with our bi-weekly podcast, Zen Den Conversations. And I'm very excited about this week's topic, and um, we always like to refer back to our um, SEL tool belt and what are some of the tools that we can pull out of our tool belt as we are progressing through the days and the weeks and we were talking about the power of service and what that means whenever we are able to step outside of ourselves and think about giving back and what we can do to help others in times of need or to teach skills about the power of service. And so I have with me here um, a special guest along with Karen Honeycutt as we do on a weekly basis. And I wanted to start off with Karen because one of the things that truly connected Karen and I in the beginning um, was she talked to me a lot about some of the things that she does as far as service. And she invited me up, and this was pre-COVID last year, um, I believe it was early on in the year, she invited me up to see a project that she does on a weekly basis with um, some some kids that would come up to her rooms to make sandwiches. And I really didn't know much about this, but she wanted me to come up and see everything in action. And whenever I went upstairs to check it out, she had two completely full rooms of kids who were making sandwiches. And when I walked in there, the energy and the connectedness and the love that I felt in that room, truly, it almost swept me off my feet. And I stood there with tears just looking at um, everything that was in front of me. And that kind of just continued to lead to um, all of the things that Karen and I do together. So I wanted to really emphasize first and foremost what she's been doing and give her an opportunity to kind of tell us a little bit more about that. It was around five years ago, I was attending a church for the homeless in Dallas, and a gentleman came up to me, and he asked me the question, he said, are you housed? And I was taken aback. I'd never been asked that question, and I almost automatically said, well, yes. But I realized where I was, I realized the context, and realized the man asking me this question was not. And I, I did answer him, I said, yes, I am. And I said, and you? And he said, no, but I will be soon. And I looked at him, and I saw the determination, and I knew he would be again. And so I thought, oh, there's a lot of people here. I don't know exactly what, what I want to, you know, how I can help, but I wanted to do something. And so I started making sandwiches for the homeless in my house on Friday evenings when I got home from school. And I did that for a year or two, and it was one Friday I was sitting in my IB psychology class and some kids said, what are you doing tonight? And I said, I'm gonna go home and make some sandwiches. And they said, why are you making sandwiches on a Friday night? And I told them, and they said, we're helping you next week. That started it all. We started with three kids in my room. It grew and grew and grew. Now with COVID, we've had some new challenges and man, the the response from the kids has been great. Um, Arden, Mantaha and Adahan have taken over the program this year and uh, each year students do this and they call it PB and joy this year and that joy can be anything because I'll get to this in a second but what's so fun to see is now kids get gloves hats they go they watch the video and they're making sandwiches at their homes and so I go on Friday afternoons to porches and pick those up and they'll get them in one location some will drop them off at the school 
but last week I had sandwiches from 10 different kids. One parent made masks for uh, those who are experiencing homelessness. I have teachers dropping off peanut butter and jelly weekly. I have um, other individuals in the school, other teachers who are making crocheting um, items like like hats and things like that. So that's where that joy comes in. There's a lot of things besides just peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that go down. So this week, we even met with Plano East. They're going to now do it. So I'm going to be picking up sandwiches from one house in Plano East uh, this week. So we're really excited about that. And it's all because of the kids. It's all because they, I could make a few sandwiches in my house, but man, uh, it's, it's the passion of, of these kids. And it was so cool because last year, Kyle Griffiths and I started talking and we started talking about service and I found out what he was doing and his idea, his vision uh, for he, what he wanted to do with his classes. So we, we met a couple of times and then we, we've Zoomed our classes together, um, but he has got some genius ideas about how to get kids involved, how to give back, and he has inspired me in every meeting I've had with him. And so he is, he is a mentor for these kids and he's a mentor for me. And so our, our special guest this week is Kyle, so um, take it away. Well, I just wanna thank uh, both of you for inviting me. It's an incredible opportunity to, to talk with um, colleagues who are on the front lines of service because really service is, you know, it's so much about giving that you don't sometimes realize how much you receive from that process. And, and I guess that was kind of the impetus for me joining Karen on the front lines of giving is knowing that our kids need so much and the only way for them to, to get what they need is by reaching out. Um, I know my Damascus Road moment was November the 1st of 2019 when I had two suicidal students come to my class and basically it was back-to-back -back interventions that day, something that I had never anticipated. And it just brought home to me the fact that this generation is alone and that COVID hasn't made it better. They feel disconnected. They feel like maybe their voice doesn't matter. And as a teacher, I think it was incumbent on me even before that day, but that day just really stressed that it's incumbent upon me to provide them with experiences so that they feel loved, that they feel wanted, that they feel respected. So that way they feel like they belong in a larger society. And so speaking with Karen before COVID, planning afterwards and bringing the, the plan to the team, our government team, we've come up with a way for the kids to reach out and to use their knowledge of government and thereby not only help the community, but help themselves. So um, right now we're doing customized service activities through uh, on-level government classes. Uh, the students have a generic rubric that they're following um, and they're able to make choices on what type of community outreach they want to partake in. And what we're seeing, or at least what I'm seeing, is the kids are just going above and beyond anything that I thought they were capable of. So I guess the thing that I'm learning from this is never underestimate a motivated teenager. Um, collecting feminine products and donating them to the Samaritan Inn, joining in with PB and Joy. 
I have a student who's currently going to be working with Shelly Holmes about, Holmes about getting more uh, minority students into our AP classes. Didn't anticipate that. I have a brand new student from another teacher's class who is now advocating for black-owned businesses in greater Collin County. He's already networked with five different businesses through his social media. So these, these students are just blowing my mind and you can see that when they come to class they have smiles on their faces. They're asking me questions. They want to know what else they can do. And I think, I think the burden that I had is something that, um, that, they, that they needed. And the biggest, the biggest reward I've gotten so far out of this is when a student came up to me Sorry, I get emotional sometimes. But they said, thanks for giving me the opportunity to do what I always wanted to do and never knew how. Well, yeah, that's uh, extremely powerful. And so I think that, um, you know, we have examples of this that, that happen um, probably way more than than we all know because we can be a little disconnected and especially with a large school like we are in Allen High School um, you know to hear some of these stories and actually know that yes um, these powerful things are happening and our kids whenever given the opportunity um, they will stand up they will join in they will um, create and participate in opportunities to give back and so um, we feel like that this is probably one of the most powerful topics that we've talked about in this uh, podcast series and so um, Karen did you want to um, ask any other questions or add anything the only thing I'll say is um, you inspire Kyle and, and thank you for all you're doing for for our community and our kids um, when, when we're helping somebody and, and what the kids are finding, it's not just a someone out there. It's a future friend we've yet to meet, and we're helping them. And it makes a difference in their lives, and it makes a difference in our lives, and it makes us all better together. And I think, too, just, um, you know, when, when students are given an opportunity such as this, um, it, um, you know, it affects everyone around us. And I, you know, I think we've heard with, you know, kind of the, the emotional ending of, of the story of it, how it can affect us as teachers whenever too we we become a little bit overwhelmed with everything that's happening and can get sucked up in the negativity and then we see things like this happen and our entire perspective right. can shift and it really gives a teacher purpose I'm finding that I'm more motivated because I see how my kids are responding to it and you know teaching can become mundane on some level you know I'm, I'm recording another grade I'm I'm answering another email, but when you see them involved in community outreach and community service, it makes your own job more relevant. And you, it, it becomes this avalanche of um, reaffirming your purpose. And that's by taking the first step. And, that, and that's a powerful thing that can't be underestimated. Absolutely. So we think that, um, again, power of power of service 
And um, this can be related back to so many SEL skills, including empathy, um, understanding what it's like to walk in somebody else's shoes, and um, you know, just the self-reflection of, of what it means to truly give back. And so I think that that might be a good spot for us to conclude. Um, we thank you for joining us this week, and uh, we will be sharing with you in the future um, as many of the opportunities that we can collect in one place of all of the ways that um, we can give back um, here at Allen High School and beyond. And we will invite you. We will invite you to join us. Thank you very much for being with us, and we will see you next time. <laughs>